All right, Seth, thanks so much for your time. Yeah, um, yeah we're loving having you out here in Australia so far, and uh, Patty and I are huge basketball fans, so yeah, keen to ask you a few questions and um, yeah, get some insight to the NBA, and hopefully we can give you a little bit of the AFL as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, how are you finding Australia so far? I'm loving it so far. I've obviously heard a lot about it. Got a couple of Aussie teammates, so been been telling me uh, I need to get out here. Had to jump at the opportunity to come out here. A lot of a lot of basketball fans, a lot of passion. So it's good to good to see him face to face and just uh, have some fun. Over your um, over your journey, have you played with many Aussies in the NBA? I know you played Patty Mills there. Patty and um, obviously Ben. Uh, I might uh, I, I never played. With, I've been around Andrew Boga or whatever, but having Steph played with him, not me, but. Uh, Seen a lot. It's, it's, they're more and more infiltrating the NBA year by year. It's crazy. Yeah, Josh Giddey's another one who's just coming to the league. Yeah, what you, Josh. What do you think of him? You seen much of him play? Or? Yeah, I've seen. I mean, I, yeah, he's a good player. I mean, big, talented, skill. He's gonna be. A, he's young right now, getting better. But he's gonna. I think he's gonna be a good player for a long time. So with um, me and Tommy obviously play um, footy over here in the AFL and um, we've developed this sort of app, uh, we call it Ball Magnets and the whole idea is to um, basically give young kids the insights, you know, how to train, yeah, how to prepare. So we're trying to sort of give a lot of these young sort of aspiring players little tips along the way to sort of get to the elite level. Um, I was interested, like big ones obviously sleep and, and things like that. You guys travel so much in different times, zones, different cities all the time. Yeah. How do you guys manage sort of that stuff? It's tough. You gotta. Um, I think for me, it's about setting a routine that works for you and just trying to stick to it. So, uh, I mean, like like you said, as you know, it's just the wear and tear um, on your body and doing st what you do off the field or off the court is probably even more important than than working on your skill and, and getting better during the season. So, you got to be able to get back out there and play. You got to be available, and that's getting your treatment eating right, getting hydrated, and, and obviously, like you said, getting sleep. So um, with all the traveling and so many games throughout the season, especially in the NBA, playing every other day for months at a time, um, yeah, you got to stick to a routine. And even though it's monotonous and a little boring at times, you got to go in there, you got to stretch, get treatment, massage, whatever it is, and, and get ready to play. 100%. And with, uh, I guess, your preparation, like we were just looking at some stats before, so didn't realize that you got the third highest um, percentage for three all time, which is pretty impressive. So Maybe second. Second. <laughs> Worked your way up. I love that. What's the number one? How far you got to go? Uh, Steve Kerr is number one. Um, not far off, but when you come when your percentages and you shoot so many, it's hard to, to yeah, climb a true, notch. True, so that's true. Um, but you, we'll see what happens. Yeah, you never know. So yeah. in terms of your routine, like how. Like you spoke about the monotonous routine, but do you have a shooting routine pre-game? Yep. Um, I guess at practice, do you have the same sort of process you go through? Like, how do you approach it? Yeah, like I said, I it's all about routine for me. So every game day, I'm from the moment I wake up really to, yeah. to game time, I'm doing yeah. the same stuff. Whether it's when I take a nap, the type of food I eat, um, like when it comes to shooting routines and stuff like that. It's if it's a game day, I got the same type of routine throughout the season. If it's a off day or like a shoot around uh, practice day, I do the same stuff. So for me, it's like I said, I'm, I'm more of a just a, definitely a routine oriented guy. And if I stick, if I hit those points and I stick to my routine, then I'm not really nervous about a game. I'm not thinking about it because uh, I feel like I'm prepared. Yeah, me and Tommy always talk about that. It's like if you do the work throughout the week or like during the day, then um, it gives you confidence for game day. Um, you're chatting about doing all the, the little things um, about with your body. Like you guys play so often. Like how many times do you reckon you play sore throughout the year? <laughs> I don't know. I'd rather say how many times I don't play sore. That's that's more like it. You're always playing through something. 
especially late in the season, we get to the playoffs, they always like reporting injuries and stuff. It's like, I don't know, everybody got something going on. So um, it's about just being smart about it. And if you can get out there and play and not, not thinking about, not trying to use it as a crutch, you just got to go out there and get it done, uh, no matter what it takes. So that's that's, that's the downside of sports. Of sport, isn't it? Just I guess. That, that's part of it, yeah. In terms of like yeah. your, your whole career, like, you know, everyone across the whole world loves the NBA, like it's a global sport. Um, in terms of career highlights, what's the, the best moment you reckon you've had so far in your, your career? That's a good question. I think um, probably, I haven't been able to go all the way and win a championship, but I think going to the Western Conference Finals, playing, matching up with my brother and the Warriors, um, like four, I think it was four years ago, we played against them in the Western Conference Finals. So that's a memory that, especially for our family, to see us out there playing against each other. At that high stage, I think that's a that's a big highlight. Yeah, and you spoke about Steph, but obviously just won his fourth championship. What do you think? You obviously know him better than anyone. What what sets him apart in what he's been able to achieve? Like, yeah, he's uh, I mean, he's one of the most nasty competitors, and that I mean, it doesn't look like it, but yeah, he's he's fiery and, and competitive. Yeah, so I think that's that's one area that sets him apart. Obviously, he's very skilled and and. He's even it's crazy, like even at his age and to this day, I feel like he's still getting better and had one of his best seasons, definitely one of his best playoff runs. So, um, I mean, definitely not complacent about where he's at. Just keep he keeps working hard, and um, I think a lot of people can learn from that. So, with the um, so it's probably off season now, you're obviously out here. Um, how much work throughout the week do you put into your game in the in the in the off season leading into sort of the you know the yeah. preseason or whatever you guys call it? Yeah, um, uh, so like we. After, well, season's over, we probably take a month or two. If you if you don't need like a surgery or anything like that, take a, a month, a month and a half off to try to recover. And then I'm right back into it. So for me, getting, uh, working out once, twice a day and getting four to 500 shots up makes makes up a day. So uh, for me, even in off season, it's, it's routine oriented. I try to get my work done early in, early in the day and then so I have the rest of the day off and to do what I want and really enjoy my summer. But it's, it goes by fast and it seems like we're couple of weeks away from training camp already. Yeah, it comes around quick, doesn't it? In terms of like, how do you switch off? Because obviously it's demanding, uh, as you know, being an athlete, it's tough and you, you know, you have to do your routine and put all the work in. What do you do away from basketball to switch off and take a moment? And obviously you've got a family as well. Yeah. Are there any other hobbies and interests? Yeah, uh, I spend time with my family, obviously, but I don't, I don't really do too much. I, I try to play a little golf now, get outside. Uh, I'm getting into the golf game really heavy, so I, I enjoy that. and. It's six or seven right now. Yeah, six or seven. Um, it's like fluctuates. Yeah, but yeah, it's not bad. But um, yeah, just trying to so obviously trying to learn something new, learn about different sports or different hobbies, and just try to use the time and and wisely. And, because like me, when you're an athlete, you, you practice like at maximum like three hours a day, three four hours a day, and then we got the rest of the day to yourself. You got to try to find stuff to to fill in the time. What's um, out of all the places you played for? Like, what place do you like living the most? Obviously, you're at Brooklyn now. Um, I'm actually heading over there in a couple of months to, to watch you guys. Um, what's it like playing in, in New York? Is it pretty special? Yeah, New York is. I mean, yeah, it's a great city. Obviously, um, big, big city. A lot of people there. Uh, a lot of great food, great restaurants, great fans. So, New York is definitely up there in the places I played. Um, yeah, I've been. I've been all over all, on a few teams. So. I got a lot, of, a lot of stuff to compare it to. I've been, I was Portland was another one of my favorite cities just because it's a little different, more, a lot different from, from um, a big city like New York.
how do you um, how do you go like over here with our with our sort of we have trades and things like that, but the player sort of has a lot of power, so we yeah. sort of decide where we want to go. Yeah, so like there's obviously 10 teams based in Melbourne. Um, I'm from um, Perth, which is like the, yeah. the west coast. So there's two teams over there. Um, obviously NBA, you don't really get a choice where you go. Like how, how do you go when you know one minute you're playing to say for Portland, next minute you're playing for Brooklyn? Like yeah. how do you deal with that? Um, it's tough. It's something you got to get used to. I was lucky enough. I grew around, grew up around it. So my dad played in the, in the NBA. So I kind of knew knew know the business and kind of expect to, to have to move around a lot. But um, it's tough. You got to be able to adapt. Got to it's part of the, you understand it's part of the business and um, you can be traded or most most players like you got a handful of players that really can pick where they want to go if they want to stay in one place for a long time that's what they're going to do but most players got to be ready to adapt and, and um, go where they go where they want you you've uh, you've had some pretty high caliber teammates as well over the years yeah obviously um, the Brooklyn situation didn't work out but some of the star power that was incredible yeah how was it rubbing shoulders with those guys and, and why do you think that that dynamic didn't quite work out was, you know obviously you know yeah. the team is so important and there's a lot of egos and things like that in sports yeah we, had, is, yeah we had a lot of talent um but i think with the trade mid-season guys in and out of the lineup Kyrie having his deal where he had to miss a lot of games um it, we just never had time to gel as a team no matter how much talent you have you got to have some, some time to come together and put it together because other teams got talent too so um well, really just take it as a learning experience and if, if most of the guys come back next year uh learn from it and, and try to try to be a little bit better with um i mentioned patty mills before but um just watched him from afar it seems like a really good culture guy high energy um loves waving the tail around on the bench and um what what have you learned from him and like what how does he sort of adapt in sort of the team situation yes yeah, that's, that's who patty is he sets the tone in the locker room i mean he's a he's probably the leader on the team right now uh, a lot of experience and he's bringing that energy out whether it's practice when the energy's low he's bringing it up so i mean he's one of the best teammates you, you have honestly uh and obviously he can still play too so um yeah great shooter and does a lot of stuff on and off the floor for us as a team so looking forward to get back out there with him you said you've um been to Australia for a few days you went to the uh first quarter of the brisbane and, and richmond afl game what was your thoughts on afl i loved it man it was great i didn't I realize we shut that for you yeah yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> but yeah, the game was great. I, I didn't, I just didn't realize how many fans. Yeah, uh, well, that's uh, hopefully pumped up. But it's oh, got yeah. a different to an NFL ball. I can, I can do something with yeah. this. <laughs> nah, but yeah, there's a lot of energy in there. I'm, I'm glad I got to experience it. Yeah. Uh, last question. I know, you know you've been super busy, so we're very grateful for your time. But just a few uh, season predictions. Very early, obviously, but for next year, um, MVP and championship. <laughs> MVP and. Uh, can't choose your brother for either. Go I'm going to go Luca. I think Luca, my former teammate Luca, is uh, due for an MVP season. He's on the way up young enough, so he's getting better. Um, what was the other one? Championship? Uh, yeah, championship. Who's, who's the team on the rise who you think would surprise I, I think the Nets can get it done. I think we yeah, can. Yeah, I like I mean, it. We got, like I can say, we got a lot of talent. We just got to put it together. So yeah. um, coming back with a chip on our shoulder, too. Love it. Love it. Thanks, sir. Appreciate it. Nah, All right, thanks appreciate for your time, it. Mate. Thank you for coming in. Cheers.